0: Stuff. Like
1: Welcome to episode number one hundred and seven of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. My name is Mike Mason. And you found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Cowboy Andy from The Salamanders. And if you liked what you just heard, that was just a small clip of their song Bubbles from their brand new album, Bubbles. And it's pretty good, it's pretty dreamy. And there's some really funny, witty, clever songs that I think you and your family will enjoy. Cowboy Andy's from Montana. And that's where I want to go, Montana. If you like this show, feel free to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, perhaps? I mean, they're all related. You can find all of the old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, all of these places where you can get your podcasts. Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com, or find all the old episodes at goodstuffpod.com. It's the second episode this week, the first featured lacrosse superstar Courtney Miller on Good Stuff Sports and following up with this episode featuring Cowboy Andy from the Salamanders. I think you'll enjoy it. Here is Cowboy Andy. Uh, Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast live from Denver. Cowboy Andy from the Salamanders. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm doing really well. It's uh, I'm not in Denver. Denver is a beautiful city, but I am in the Bay Area, which is Pretty nice. Um, you, so we were, just, yeah. we were just talking a second ago about what brought you there. And um, you are, as, as, uh, as I said, you are, you are fighting the good fight. But just give us a, like the briefest of rundowns about what brought you to Denver before we get into all things salamanders.
0: Oh, sure. Well, we live in, we live in Montana, but we have a small um, marketing communication company and we work with uh, the Department of Energy. And there's this event called the Solar Decathlon where all these college teams come from all over the nation. And they build these little houses with solar panels and water conservation methods and new building technology. And then builders and everybody can come and look at these really cool houses that they built and take those designs back to their communities for, you know, reducing pollution and saving water and stuff. And so we helped put this on. So we're in Denver for the week. Um, walking through all these really cool houses and meeting people who are building these really neat uh homes that are super energy efficient
1: awesome so that's that's very cool and you mentioned you're from uh missoula montana you are and i'm I need to be honest the first and potentially only person i've ever talked to from Montana so I'm excited to hear a little bit about where you where you come from so let's oh, let's cool. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know actually if that's cool or if that makes me like very uh insular person who has not been out in the world enough but it's something um uh-huh. so cowboy Andy tell me what how did you get to this point where you are in a band called the salamanders
0: um it's been kind of a a lifelong um, path for me really I my my mom and my dad. I was born in Montana, and, and if you don't know anybody from Montana, that's fine. There's there's maybe a million people in the entire state, uh-huh. so you know there aren't that really there aren't that many of us compared to like <laughs> San Francisco, say, sure, or okay. California. Um, but my mom and my dad were in uh, honky tonk bands, and they played in little places around Montana, and so I grew up around music. We played and sang all the time around campfires and in our house, and then when I got old enough to learned guitar. I, I taught myself guitar, and almost immediately started writing songs. And so, and I, I traveled around. I lived in Seattle. I was in some a little bit more heavier punk bands and stuff like that. Um, lived in Alaska, and, and switched over to more singer songwriter type stuff. Just me and my guitar, playing in coffee shops and open mics and stuff. And then I got married, and and um, we started having kids. And and my songwriting, I always liked. I liked silly songs. I liked big songs, like you know, like Queen and Pink Floyd, and like big sounds in music too. Uh-huh. And so, I started writing s- some simple little songs for my uh, son Oscar when he was born. And then, when we moved back to my hometown, Missoula, I just I started playing in like um, clothing shops for for like kids' clothing shops. They'd have like specials, and I'd come and I'd play, and met some other folks there, and and realized that I'd I'd written. Twenty songs for kids that I was playing in these little venues. And it's like, Hey, we should, we should do a band. And Uh so, uh, a friend, Matt and I, who's in the band still pulled together drummer and bassist bassist, and, uh, and there we went.
1: Awesome. And how did the name Salamanders come to be?
0: (laughs) It was, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, that's Matt's, Matt's wife, Jenna came up with that name and we were like, Salamanders. Oh, that's fun. And we, you know, they're they're cool. Salamanders are like this cool little little creature. Um, what we didn't know is that just 200 miles away in Bozeman, there was another band called the Salamanders Uh-oh. and they were totally like garage rock. I mean, they're really talented and I like the guys, but they're not kids music at all. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh-huh. but I didn't discover I didn't discover this until our first big show. And then like people were showing up and they're like, yeah, we're here to see the salamanders. And we're like, um, great, you know about us? And they're like, yeah, you guys are awesome. And then they, <laughs> and they were like, you going to play that song? I was like, no, I don't know that song. Oh, you know, that is some, so some, funny. Something like, you know, you know, drink and whiskey or some, something like
1: that. Uh-huh. It's like,
0: oh, no, we're the other salamanders. So. I think there were some people kind of disappointed at our first show, but then there were a lot of kids who were happy. So it all worked
1: out. Well, the happy kids, happy kids part is the part that that I think we should focus on. But that couldn't have been more more of a like, uh, Hey, um, maybe you'll, you'll like this. Like, you know, we're good musicians. Um, So, um, so you have a brand new album out, but before that, even there was a first album, uh, called the salamanders. And, um, How, like, how long would you say it's been between the two records?
0: Uh, From recording to recording, it was about a year and a half between maybe about 14 months from when we released the the first album and then went into the studio for the second one. But it was probably almost two years, almost to the month from release dates Uh of the two albums.
1: And do you think the band has grown between the two records? I... I do I mean, and that's like a sh- super open ended question. Like, are you all taller? <laughs>
0: that's not what I my mean. hair is. Yeah, my hair is much longer now. And, well, we, sh- uh, I mean,
1: shout out to your hair. I, I will get to that in a second.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, we we went through a lot of drummers. So, like, on the first album, um, we I think we ended up using two or three different drummers. For the first album, which was great, and it wasn't anything bad. It's just like they'd be, hey, we're gonna move to Oregon. It's like, okay, cool. Well, let's find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then um, between the two albums, our our bass player Brevi, who was uh, part of the original group, he he left. So we've you know we've had some turnover. We have Antonio now, who's our main drummer for for a long time, and Russ is on bass, and my sister recently joined too, playing saxophone and oh, singing. Fine. So now we've nice, yeah. So we've started to build it. You know, going from the first album to the second album, the first one was really fun to do because we had all of these songs and, and ideas and we're like, let's just do everything. Mm-hmm. And then this, the second album came and like everybody but me in the band was really busy. So I said, okay, I will I have these 10 songs, let's just do these. And I took a little bit more, I had to, I had to kind of take uh, control a little bit more of the process because like Matt and everyone, there was all these conflicting schedules. So, so in one way, it was really fun to do it because it was much more just me and then bringing the band in like two or three times to say like, okay, now we're going to sing this part and we're going to sing this part and developing the songs. Mm-hmm. So, That's great. Yeah, it was it was kind of neat. It was different to do the second album than the first, definitely. Right.
1: And so your, your partner, Matt, right, he has a recording studio. So would you guys, did you all self-produce the, the music like in, in every way?
0: The first one we did through at his studio, the second one... I went over to a place called Club Schmed which is this uh recording studio in Missoula. and then um Ryan and I Ryan is a Schmed we he engineered we we co-engineered and co-produced it together basically. Cool. So that one and we also brought in I brought in um like fiddle players and trumpet players and banjo players and other parts that we didn't have in the band to to actually play, you know, guest 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 play I yeah. guess on the on the album.
1: Sure. So, so there's, um, there, there is so much fun and joy and creative energy in the music that you make with the salamanders. And, and I think it's, it's time to dive in a little bit into the, um, into the actual like songs. So the, the one that really grabbed me from the first album was pirate cowboy, which is like mm. so fun and so funny and like off the wall, like, you must have been so winded. <laughs> like if you ever play that song live, it's very, it's like wordy in a great way. But like, is that something, is that the kind of thing? Like if, if someone were to go to a Salamanders concert, like does the pirate Cowboys show up and it is it full effect and full on?
0: Oh, it shows up every single time. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. And we get the crowd going like before we get like half the crowd. Okay. You guys are pirates and you guys are cowboys. And so we, you know, we shout out and, uh-huh. And great. and over time, like everybody in the band has learned to sing that, you know, we're the roughest rootin' tootin', you know. They, so the whole band by the end of the song is singing that as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, great. Yeah, no, we make that huge when we play it.
1: Yeah, as you should because it's very clever and really fun. Um, okay, so so tell me about the first. Or, or, sorry, tell me about the new record. Um, it's called Bubbles, and congratulations—you just won a Parents' Choice Gold Award. So before we get into anything, like, what's that feel like to put something creative out into the world and to be acknowledged in that great way?
0: I was, um, I was totally bowled over, and I didn't tell anybody because I, I, I submitted it, but I didn't tell anybody. I didn't. I don't think I even told anyone in the band. <laughs> uh, and I knew I knew when the deadline was coming and the night before I was like, wow, wouldn't it be interesting if if they just acknowledged us, you know, if they if if they just said, Hey, this this is kind of cool, because there are all these different levels that you can win. Mm-hmm. And um the next morning I woke up and I was like, Oh, and it it kind of felt like that, you know, kind of like that uh, you know, birthday morning when you wake up and you're like, Oh wait, no, today's that day that you you might find out. And I was like, I wonder how you'll know. And I got this email uh-huh. and I opened it up and was like Oh my, gosh, oh my gosh oh my gosh you know like yeah uh, my my wife was on a, a business conference call in her office and i, I went up <laughs> and it was like i opened the door and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh and she's like
1: sweet
0: no 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 it's like oh we got to tell somebody you know? so i was we were so honored and so excited by that it was really it was just super exciting
1: yeah i bet I, and that feeling is so such a great feeling and like Conference calls put to the side. You won a like pretty incredible award, and that's got to be so rewarding. And I hope
0: you went full on cowboy Andy, just running all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was tra- trying to explain it to my six year old. I was like, "This really cool thing happened," and he's like, "Do you get an award?" I'm like, "What well, we did." He's like, uh "Like he wanted." Right. I think he wanted to see like a trophy or something. Uh-huh. I'm like, um, no, but it's really cool. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. How do you explain to a kid that you won an award and there's no trophy? Oh, exactly. my God, that'll that'll sort of burst your bubble a little bit, but not too much. Hopefully. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about this new record that that actually got you this reward, and and it is very eclectic. Um, and there's lots of different sounds, and it shows that you uh, you all as a band are pretty fluid. So the song bubbles take, take me through, like there's, there's some message there, like the message of the song and, and what that one felt like to write.
0: That was really, really fun. And, and I approached that song, I think in a very different way than I usually approach songwriting because we, um, I was like, what do kids like? And I, I was trying to not force a song, but I was trying to think about, well, let's, I wanted to write something that was more crowd interactive and fun. And I was like, "Well, kids love bubbles," yeah. so I was like, "I should write a song about bubbles."
1: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, usually, I I find the riff and then I find or the or the music and then the the lyrics come. Is how I usually write. And so I just kind of came up with this riff and sang the first verse. And I had my phone nearby, so I I hit a voice memo and I recorded it the the first part just real quick, which was just the first verse, really. And sent it to my friend Russ, who's the bass player, and he was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Like, keep going. Uh-huh. And instead of having it just be playful, like, bath time bubbles, I was—I I really got into the concept of, and this is this is kind of the deeper part that's, that's more rewarding for me, I don't know if kids get it, but the temporary nature of all things. Like, we create these bubbles, which are these magical, beautiful things, mm-hmm. and watch them for just a little bit and they glow and they float, they defy gravity and then they pop and they just completely disappear. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, I, you know, I've, I've read some Eastern uh, spirituality stuff and, and that, that concept, which is a little different than linear thinking that we have. And the, the idea that it's like, well, you can appreciate something even if it's only there for just a little bit. And not, not always, you don't always have to be sad when it's gone. And that's hard if it's like a, you know, if it's a candy bar or a lollipop or a present or a birthday or something, or like an award, you know, it's like, it comes, you experience it and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, it's a challenge for me. I know sometimes it's just, it's just enough to appreciate the experience. Mm -hmm.
1: It's, it's a little bit of mindfulness you know it's like absolutely absolutely in this moment this bubble is amazing but bubbles pop but that's not bad because you can make more if you choose to make more or you can remember the bubble that you saw um so that so that there's depth for sure and i think it's important for parents to hear is like yes you you really go for it on the silly side of things but there's also like real messages to a lot of the music so tell me a a little and so like on the flip side of something like that um you have a very interesting song i saw the title i listened to it and now i need to know what is going on in the song matt damon magnetized me
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so and i love the fact that people like they they hear it and they don't get it but Uh they get it and they're like like, yeah, the same thing. Like what? That's, because that's how I felt. So I had this dream and it lasted like literally six seconds okay. where I was going down a stairwell and, and Matt Damon was like coming up and he was like all happy and kind of bouncing and smiled at me and touched me on the shoulder uh-huh. and just kind of laughed and kept going. And I turned to someone in my dream and I I don't even know who it was. And I said, I think he just magnetized me. <laughs> and they were like, Hmm. And then I woke up, and so I was like, "Wow, okay, I'm glad I woke up right there because it's stuck in my head." And so, like an hour later, I went, I got my guitar, and it was just like, "Matt Damon magnetized me." I just like fell right into the into the into the into the words. Yeah, I wrote it. I played it for my wife, and she was like, uh, "That's really annoying. That's just so <laughs> silly. That doesn't make any sense." And I'm like, "Okay, that's keeper. Yep, we're going to work with that." <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect. It's, oh, you, <laughs> know, you it. Didn't like it? I love it. Great. It's it. Okay. Done. Um, yeah, and then um so the funny thing about that one is is that I then when I went home, I have this little travel guitar and I took that travel guitar to my my home studio, which is nice, but it's not a a full-blown studio. Mm-hmm. I set up the mics and I recorded it in like two or three takes. And then I took it to the uh, Club Schmidt, the main studio. I said, "Can we master this? I just want to warm it up a bit." And he's like, "Yeah, and you listen to it." And then for like the next several weeks, everyone kept who heard it was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Do you think we should add some piano?" I'm like, "No, no, no. It's good. Just guitar." It's like, (laughs) you know, we could we could add some drums on that, and that would really. Can we? Should we work this up? I'm like, "No, no, no. I just want it to be just just guitar and vocals." So in the end, I got my way, and I just like (laughs) got to keep it. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: such a clever concept that you know, Matt Damon who is very powerful in, in some ways, like touched you on the shoulder and all of a sudden you are a human magnet. Like that is, you know, that sort of lucid dream kind of situation can lead to some of the funnest, craziest, <laughs> coolest ideas. Um. So then then there's the song, The Cat. And, and the great thing about all these is they all have a different feel. So tell, tell me a little bit about that
0: song. That was... Um... I was fortunate enough. I was actually in Hawaii at the time, and my kids and I were sitting, kind of looking at the ocean. And it was another. I, I really like story songs mm-hmm. because you can develop characters and you can just take them from one place to another. And so I really, of anything, I love to write our story songs with characters. And um, Gus, my little, my my little seven year old, he loves cats. So we were talking about cats and stuff, and I was like, oh, I want to, I want to write kind of an ocean feel and. You know, just with the palm trees and the wind and everything that was going on at that moment, I really kind of got into that. And I had my guitar, and I just started kind of doing that lofty sort of Caribbean sort of feel to it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then I wanted the cat to be uh, an active character, and so the cat speaks and he talks, but he doesn't do anything; he just sits there. Yeah. And and then in the end, just to I just kind of once I started to allow myself to kind of get into that silly mode. I was like, well, let's just kind of keep going. Let's just keep getting sillier and sillier with this, Uh just more fantastic. And so, so that, yeah, in the end, he just like, he's just slack and kind of floating away and eating and texting on his cell phone and just sort of sailing (laughs) off.
1: I mean, that is so like, the silliness is so great. And it's like a little (laughs) unexpected. I mean, you know, going back to the first record, you know, my grandma is a spy like i, I don't you just keep keep coming up with this like really clever clever stuff so that leads me to uh to a i, I think what could be a potentially interesting question you have a 6 year old son um what do, and you have an older son as well i believe but what what do your kids think about the the salamanders music
0: they they're big fans uh-huh they're really big they're really big fans which is so um gratifying, because with Oscar, I wrote songs uh, like off the first album, the Please Don't Eat My Guitar. <laughs> you know, I wrote I wrote that when he was 12 or 14 months old, when we were first learning uh, to make animal sounds and uh-huh. stuff like that. And so... Oh, I well, hear hold that. on, I've got to, a... Lot, yeah.
1: A lot of action in Denver, a lot of action. A lot
0: of action in Denver, yeah. This is much different than Montana, where we hear cows and stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Oscar's uh, Oscar um, has grown up with me playing this music, mm-hmm. and a lot of the songs, like on this on Bubbles, the song Golly G Gus, mm-hmm. that's that's about my son Gus. Um, pirate Cowboy was actually Gus came walking down the hallway one day, and he had on his cowboy uh, chaps and his and his lasso, and then he also had on the pirate hat and um, eye patch. Okay, And so he, I'm like, Hey man, what are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm a pirate cowboy. And I'm like, Bing, yes, uh-huh. you are. Okay. Yes, and you are. So yes, you are. So <laughs> a lot of the songs um, are about them or involve them or, or they sing on them. Like, like Gus does the walk the plank in the uh-huh. first one. Sure. And so they, they dig it. They like, and when we play out there, you know, they're always front center. They've on the Salamanders t-shirts and uh-huh. yeah, they they totally get into it. That's
1: great. That, that is great. I think it's nice when, uh, when your kids support your work <laughs> as uh-huh. you know, I try to get my, sometimes I try to get my kids to listen to the show and they're like, daddy, you talk too much. And I'm like, oh, you guys. <laughs> anyway. So, um, okay. Well, that's, that's awesome. And the new record is really, really good and highly encourage anyone and everyone to check it out. Um, so tell me about Montana. Give me the like thirty second pitch on why everyone needs to go visit Montana.
0: You there. There aren't very many places left in the continental U.S. where you can go and drive for an entire day and still be in the same state, and drive at like you know seventy five miles an hour and uh-huh. be in the same state. It's really diverse. There's there's flat prairie and then there's high mountains. Um, we've got Glacier Park. We've got Yellowstone Park. And if nothing else, you know, get out there in the prairie at night when there's no moon, and you get to see stars like you've never seen. That's awesome. The right. light pollution is gone, and animals and everything. So, it's yeah, it's wonderful. And Missoula is really cool. It's really, I guess, it's more. I guess you'd say liberal. Uh huh. And so there's tons of art and music, and it's uh, yeah. For now, it's the, it's the best place for my family to be. That's great.
1: Okay. So as um, you know, you've listened to the show a little bit and you've kind of called me out on the fact that uh, I haven't had any winners in a while, but you did also mention, <laughs> and that is just, that is just a time thing. You know, I have three kids and just trying to find the time to do everything I want to do. You also mentioned that you listened to the one with uh, Eater X, the professional eater. So in that vein, I am always interested in, in like local delicacies. So is there something edible food wise like delicious pizza kind of thing that you can only find in montana that everyone should try i know that's putting you on the spot a little bit but oh. i was just wondering if there is like a a local thing that is so well known in that area
0: well in butte you know we have the pasties that's probably really like one of the more um regional things that are, are sort of unique because there was a big mining town and so they had the the, the, the pasties pasties are really good. Okay, I don't um, e- I don't even know what that is. It's like a hot pocket. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, you know, it's just like a little um, uh, little pastry over stuffed meat and potatoes type thing. Oh,
1: say no more. I'm in. Like
0: like like an empanada. Uh huh. Delicious. Yeah, that uh-huh. sort of thing. Yeah, uh-huh. and got lots of good lots of good trout and jerky stuff uh-huh. like that meats. You know, it's a it's kind of a, a Montana, you know, it's a meat <laughs> it's a you know place. It's so. a meat
1: eaters town, uh-huh. Or state, is. I should yeah. say, yeah. Okay, now yeah. um kids love pizza, right? So what is your mm-hmm. choice for best pizza in the area that you live in?
0: Yeah, boy. There's a place called uh the Bridge Pizza. That's probably the best pizza. They make this um like garlic chicken white sauce cashew. Uh, thin crust, like New York style thin crust pizza, which uh-huh. is just like you can fo- you get to fold it over, so it makes its own little like pizza uh-huh. uh, empanada, like a little pizza pasty. A Everything goes back to you know Everything stuffing goes back- stuff inside, <laughs> yeah. You know. As as it should. <laughs> like that's delicious. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you could put put hamburger in a donut, and that's like, yep, that's breakfast. There you go. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> um, okay, so
1: I, I mentioned before, and we were talking about uh, your hair and. And you have a a new video that is either coming out very soon or is already out for the song Poppy off the new record. Um, Mm -hmm. And the first thing is that you have luscious, long, flowing locks. And outside (laughs) of it being a great song and really fun and like really energetic with all kinds of different instrumentation, if one were to want to grow their hair in the way that you have grown
0: it, how long would it take to reach that level? Oh, boy, probably from, say, pretty, you know, short, short insights. Oh, you know, four years, you could four do it, years. you could do it in f- four years, but you have to, uh, you know, you have to find a barber or a stylist or somebody who's willing to take just like a little, like a half inch off uh-huh. two or three times a year. So you keep uh-huh. it kind of trimmed. But the, like I tell my, both my boys, by the way, have hair as long as mine. Okay. And, uh-huh. and uh, they're going for world's records. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> Go for it. Totally. Uh, yeah. Uh but the trick is they're like, how do we get our hair long? It's like don't cut it. That's uh-huh. that's it. You, you <laughs> just gotta wait. You, just don't cut it.
1: The secret and is the secret is don't cut it. Fair enough. makes a ton of sense. So so but tell me about the song Poppy. Is that about a particular poppy that you know or just a general idea
0: of the poppy? No, that's about Poppy, my niece. Uh-huh. Uh that little uh the the little girl in the video. That's, that's Oh, that's poppy. your niece. Okay, that's, cool. Great. That's my niece, and that's my sister Heather, who just joined the band. That's her her little girl. Awesome. So uh, when she was born, I was like, would it be okay if I write a, wrote a song about her or a song for her? And my sister was like, yeah, just, you know, not a bad song. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that
1: we'll would see be see what a, I can
0: do. That would not no. be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> and so I came up with that. Yeah, with that. And it's just a, it's a day in the life type story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, know? it's a great and, time. And from a parent's perspective too, which I like. I kind of flip. I try and flip back and forth with writing, whether it's from a kid's perspective, mm-hmm. like my grandma's a spy, or if it's the parents' perspective, like Poppy or Lovely right, Goodbye.
1: Right. Um, and I will just say, like as a musician, there is a lot of musicianship on display in the Salamander. So that's a, a, a another nice part of what you all are doing. So oh, thanks. Um, no problem. So Cowboy Andy, how do we find you? How do we
0: follow you? How do we keep up with everything that's going on? Probably the. The hub would be to go to salamandersmusic.com, mm-hmm. and then you know from there you can you know you can find the album, you can listen to the album, and you can link to um, Facebook, which we try and do. We try and stay pretty active on Facebook as far as um, that's that's where we roll out videos or let people know if we're going to tour or where we're playing and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's salamanders music because like there's a lot of salamander bands out there evidently like we're not just in montana it turns out they're they're (laughs) everywhere well you guys
1: are the best as far as i'm (laughs) concerned thank you so much uh cowboy andy for for joining me and talking to me about all things salamanders and thanks for reaching out to come on the show i'm really glad we had this time to connect and hear about what you're doing great great music and really fun
0: well thanks and you keep doing what you're doing because i totally love this podcast and i i tell everybody who's who's worth you know who, who thinks about it's so like oh you should listen to this this is really cool it's a great place to uh, find new music and, and kind of hear what's going on out
1: there yeah well thank you i appreciate it. that's the goal entirely so i'm glad <laughs> all right it works for one I mean, that's <laughs> great all right andy have a great rest of your day enjoy your time in denver and let's talk soon sounds good partner all right bye-bye bye-bye Thanks to Cowboy Andy for reaching out to come on the show. Do you think you have some good stuff? Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. Maybe we can get you on the show. What do you think of that? Where else in the world can you hear people talking about the songs that they write about Matt Damon magnetizing them? Nowhere but at the home of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. Make sure to check out Cowboy Andy and the Salamanders. Find their website, I believe it's salamandermusic.com. Good stuff. Indeed, here is the Salamander song, Bubbles. Talk to you next week.
0: wanna live in bubbles they wash away Don't you worry, it's all temporary. 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 temporary, like bubbles. I wrote a story that I blew a bubble it was the size of a house I crawled inside Me and my family, my friends and my pets We went for a ride Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah.